Well, if the Warriors King series wasn't interesting enough, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it, though. Nothing more appealing than seeing pansy-ass Kings fans freak the fuck out. Although they were all pumped up after going up 2-0, chest-thumping. Hoorah! <laughs> well, welcome to the Bay. Well, all we can say is it's tied 2-2. Now, what the fuck you gonna do? It's coming to Game 5 Wednesday. Hey, hey, you gonna be there. You gonna be square. I don't care. <laughs> Warriors gonna take care of business. And uh, D-Fox breaking his finger. I don't give a shit. Fuck all that noise. Because I know when Draymond was suspended, motherfuckers are happy as shit. Hella congratulating each other. Thinking they were going to go up fucking 3-1 or 3-0. My fucking old gray shriveled up balls. They were... <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> There goes the 3-0 and the 3-1. Now it's 2-2, bitch. I don't know if anyone's seen social media lately, though. Oh, my God. Warriors and Kings fights amass all over. You got a Warrior fans whooping up Kings fans up in Golden 1 at a fucking watch party, of all things. Yes, you heard me right. A fucking watch party. It's almost as bad as me getting kicked out during Summer League at Golden 1 for chest thumping and beating my thunder sticks and King's fucking faces like I own the fucking place. Wiping my sack all over that. That's actually a nice stadium, but still a shithole to me. <laughs> I still like it, though. Some King's fans are cool, like 90, 95%. Then there's that fucking, <laughs> that 5%. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with them. You would think they'd be happy as shit after 17 years, but they want to fight. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Motherfuckers are even fighting outside the stadium at Chase. They didn't do too much. They hit like girls. You can check out the video. <laughs> it's on Twitter. Just Google that shit. Man. We will see what happens, though. Everyone's talking shit about Steph not doing shit. Warrior, Warriors old as shit. I'm not going to lie. See, uh, I've been, I was at the first two games in Sacramento. There's no denying that crowd was a lot more enthused into the game. Loud, rambunctious. And they got the fucking cowbell. There's no denying they were way more intense. Anyone that does such... A thing is a fucking idiot. <laughs> the only thing I can really think of is uh, Oracle and before they moved to uh, San Francisco. But I'm not going to lie. 
Chase does have a corporate ass crowd, which is meh to me. They're all right. I've had season tickets in a section I'm at for about like three or four years, and there's like two people I know that sit around the area consistently. Other than that, it's all corporate douchebags. Some are cool, some are fucking extra douchey and get fucking drunk as fuck. So I guess it's their first time letting their nuts hang in fucking Chase Center. <laughs> and they just get fucking stupid. <laughs> That's all corporate, man. And plus, like I said, Kings haven't been to the playoffs in fucking 17 years. That is a long fucking time. And Chase Center's got its own little vibe. They brought back the pyrotechnics for the playoffs. They really don't have much. Didn't have them much for the regular season. I was kind of like, what the fuck? Where is this shit, man? But I guess someone <laughs> went to Golden 1 for the first two playoffs and saw their shit and was like, motherfuckers. We got to amp this shit up, man. You got to compete. <laughs> Even with the theatrics. Golden 1, like I said, man, the atmosphere is uh, pretty fucking amazing. Their mascot that they still have, his name is Slamson. Slamson. This piece of shit is pretty amazing. <laughs> he fucking connects himself to a wire and gets fucking strung up to the fucking top of the arena. And he has a banner with him that he fucking pulls up all the way up with him. It says, Fear the Roar. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was amazed. <laughs> And I think their halftime shows were better, too, if I could remember. I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention then. I was kind of fucking nervous. Uh, Chase Center's halftime shows are kind of boo-boo first round. They had some cool dude playing some drums. Not drums, like one drum set. It's pretty tight. And then they had DJ D-Sharp do, like, a halftime DJ party for uh, the game on Sunday. Man, that was a close one, y'all. <laughs> Harrison Barnes, 4-3. <laughs> Clank. Whew. Not going to lie, I was shitting bricks. Fat bricks. Like everyone talks about, right? Of all things, it could have been Harrison Barnes. <laughs> Original OG All Bay All Day podcast. Alumni over here. <laughs> First champion with the Warriors in 2015. <laughs> with the first four. <laughs> Could have been him, man. And then ending, ending everything. And he wanted it so bad, which is even worse. It's actually, it's even funnier. Because <laughs> that's why the Warriors got rid of your bitch. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Oh, oh, he. <laughs> oh, man. But womp womp. Sorry, Kings fans. Shouldn't have come to that shit anyway. Poor Corey. Calling a timeout. When uh, we didn't have any more left. Now that sucked. And of course, the fucking Kings will hit a four point play, right? They get the fucking free throw because it's a technical. And they get the outbounds it. And, of course, they hit a three, right? Of all fucking things, shite. Yes, I'm going to Sacramento Wednesday. All the motherfuckers I want to know. 
So the motherfuckers talking shit on Twitter, come see me, bitch. I'm being your weak ass fucking stadium again for a third time. And I hope Draymond Green stomps all y'all motherfuckers out. <laughs> that was probably the best fucking game, game two. I was wearing my Draymond Green jersey too, and motherfuckers wanted to fight me after Draymond was standing up talking hell of shit to the crowd, calling them a bunch of pussies. Which they all are. Come on now, let's be all fucking honest. Kings fans are the softest motherfuckers ever. I seen the video. Just just look for your fucking self. They hit like bitches. <laughs> oh man, and they look like pussies. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Motherfuckers would be happy if a warrior was hurt. So I'm not gonna say I'm happy Darren Fox broke his fucking finger. But who gives a shit? We gonna try and fuck shit up anyway. Fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if anyone saw, but Kaminga was crying like a bitch on the bench because he only got like three minutes. But he's young as fuck. He's only 20. And I know he wants more playing time, but he'll be all right. It's okay, Kaminga. Got some sound here from the Dubs, Looney, talking about wigs. So I thought I'd play that for y'all since it's been a while. Wiggs is a, a super athlete, uh, superhuman type of dude. He's the type of guy who don't really miss games. A uh, guy who can just roll out of bed and probably do a East Bay or a 316 windmill. So it is surprising when he came back that he was already in tip-top shape. And uh, he's able to step right in and play high-level playoff basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I've been telling people this all the time. Like, he didn't play in the NBA for two months and he came back doing what he did. Like, he, I just, it's crazy because Wiggs doesn't look like he's trying very hard. But like you said, he has four blocks and two steals and he doesn't ever really break a sweat. And i got to give it everything I have to have four blocks in a week. So without him, we don't, you know, win a championship last year, and we are not the same team either this year. So we are just so grateful for Andrew, and he's a he's an all-star, and he's an incredible two-way player. Playoff wigs, two-way wigs, all the different nicknames that he's, you know, established since he's been here. Huge part of, you know, our success and the way that he can influence games, not just scoring the basketball. So it's easy to forget this is only his fourth game back. Starting to find his legs and find his, his confidence um, and his endurance to play 38 minutes and, you know, chase D-Fox around all game. So, you love to see it. I love to see it, too. Gotta give Wiggins his fucking props, man. The guy looks amazing. Magnificent. 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 Were all those Kings motherfuckers talking shit when I was solo too? Games one and two. <laughs> Little piece of shit was like, Warriors suck. I was like, oh yeah, okay, okay. I told the little motherfucker I was happy for him because they won a playoff in like 17 years. And I know that little bitch wasn't even in a gleam in somebody's eye. He wasn't even a busted baby by then. So fuck that little bitch. I, I hope I see his punk ass. Game five, I say, hey, what, what's up, bitch? What the fuck is up? Oh, two, 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 shut the fuck up. Let's see what's up. <laughs> and the other motherfuckers, I don't know what the fuck it is in Sacramento fucking Mento, but when you try to get an Uber leaving somewhere hella late, late at night, up in sack, it is fucking almost impossible to get one within like 20 minutes. My ass, <laughs> wearing my Draymond Green jersey after the stomple. Had to, I was wandering around for like 45 minutes outside the stadium, dude. And uh, the scariest part is maybe like the last 10. 
when it's like nobody left. And then, uh, except some square bare ass motherfuckers, and you don't know what fuck is coming. Motherfucker with boom boxes and bikes and shit. You gotta be ready. Had that cowbell ready if I need to knock somebody out with that shit. <laughs> fuck it though. Fuck you, Uber. And then the fucking Lyft too. It's not just Uber. Let's be real here. I don't know what the fuck it is, right here, motherfuckers. Or Sacramento, you lazy ass pieces of shit. I tip well. Fucking pick me up, bitch. <laughs> fuck. So, I had to use Uber fucking black to fucking get back to my fucking hotel. Fucking regular Uber was like 14, 15 bucks, but Uber Black was like 34. But honestly, I just wanted to get the fuck out of Dodge, man. I literally had to drive back early in the morning. I was leaving at like 4 in the morning, and it was already like 10.30, 10.45. I know, I didn't get any fucking sleep that night. I couldn't after the stomple, and people wanted to stomple me after. <laughs> they had a bunch of pussies, though. Fuck them. There are a lot of cool-ass people, though. They were, like, hugging me and taking pictures and shit after the game. Like the beam, right? Fuck. Ugh. Like the beam. <laughs> like Bonte Hill on 95.7 The Game says, they ain't lighting that bitch until the summer classic. <laughs> Hopefully they keep that shit on ice. Ice, ice, baby. But where are them punk-ass Kings fans now? I want to hear that same vibe on game five when I see you. I need it. I need it. I need it. Fuck Darren Fox. And fuck Sabonis. Bitch ass a bitch. That's all I can say about Sabonis. It's a bitch ass bitch. Fucking bitch ass bitch. It don't get no simpler than that. Fucking bitch. His daddy would be ashamed too. I remember his uh, Aranis, 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 Sabonis. His daddy played in the European League and then came into the league like late in his career or late in his career. I remember him on the Pacers. Not the Pacers, the Trailblazers. Maybe he did play for the Pacers too, I don't know. But he had a fucking, always had a knee brace. He had knee problems and shit. But he'd always be banging people in the paint. Uh, uh. Get that hook right off that shit off the glass. I respect that. But not his busted baby acting like a little bitch. <laughs> and then Draymond having to stomp his ass out like a fucking forest fire. Motherfucker didn't listen to Smokey. <laughs> no, not the bitch from Friday. The bear. <laughs> Man. That stomp was fucking awesome. I don't give a shit what anybody says. My mom's always like, that's not nice. I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck's a bonus. And it ain't like he just got stomped for no fucking reason. This guy was uh, holding on, pushing, grabbing people, pulling jerseys. Instead of crashing the boards, he was crashing into people. Uh, fuck no. Not around here, buddy. Bye. <laughs> but we'll see. Like I say, game five. The Warriors win this shit. Man, them booty holes in Sacramento and the Kings and the Kings fans and Slamson and the fucking cheerleaders and the fucking who the fuck else in Sacramento and the fucking cowbells assholes is even going to tighten up. <sighs> Don't let it get it too rough. <laughs> Don't drop the soap, Sacramento. But we'll see, like I said.
like I said, I don't know though. This series, I don't know. Dude, the first two had me sweating. When we lost the first two, I cannot deny or lie. I was thinking, man, this dynasty, what a good run. One of those couple of ass whooping. Oh, they weren't even ass whooping. They were close games, but we lost. We lost with them in games. Uh, it's okay, though. We got Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. In fact, here is Clay Thompson talking about Stephen Curry. Stephen Wardell Curry. What's your commentary? You know, playing alongside. Steph, you know, and doing these type of magical things. What's, what's your thoughts on that, you know, as your career has grown with his? Well, I've admired Steph uh, long before he was a warrior. When he was at Davidson, I was a fan. I went and saw him play at the Honda Center in Anaheim against UCLA. And I was amazed by his skill and his ability. And then to be drafted with the Warriors and be his two guard for as long as I have been, um, it's been nothing short of amazing. And I uh, just appreciate his hard work. I get to see it every day. I mean, the guy's in the best shape for a reason. He doesn't take shortcuts. And he's just a great family man. And he's got a beautiful family. And he's just wiser beyond his years. You know, I feel like Steph's been the same age since 2012. So he just uh, is a simple person. But he is a competitor. And, I mean, just to still be out here playing in playoff games with him, uh, it, 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 it's a great feeling, and these times I'll cherish for the rest of my life, and uh, hopefully we can carve out a legacy of one of the better backcourts to play this game. Uh, Clay Thompson is totally fucking cool. <laughs> Captain Clay! <laughs> what can I say with Captain Clay? Man, it's a, yeah. Like, if you had, like, a, like a genie popped out of a fucking lamp, and it's like, what would one of the Maybe one or two, three things you'd like to do, sports-wise, and I'll make it done. I would totally want to smoke a blunt and go riding with Clay Thompson on his fucking boat talking about some bullshit and motherfuckers he hates in the NBA <laughs> and just talking shit. That would be so tight. Honestly, would like it more than hanging out with Curry a little bit, but that's just me. Whatever. It's all cool. It's all cool. Clay, 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 clay. <sighs> yeah. What can I say? Game five. We will see. You come find me. I'll be there. <laughs> Fuck you, Sacramento. Fuck you, Kings fans. Sacramento's weak. Like the fucking sweat on my balls. It's just weak. <laughs> We shall see, though. Come see me, though. <sighs> Till next cast, y'all. Probably we'll be talking about Giants, A's, and Niners. But uh, just for today. Especially after that great, glorious win. Harrison Barnes, you motherfucker. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Womp, 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 womp. I totally want to see that movie too, so uh, that's even more awesome. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen. Warriors in six. Let's do this.